Good morning. This is your host Shane on Mountain Crypto. Hey, what an exciting ride with Bitcoin. Some of the exchanges, Bitcoin went up to 37, just $100 short of uh, our our uh, guesstimation a couple days ago, uh, almost hitting the 3800 range, uh, point of resistance that we talked about. Of course, on Coinbase, um, it's averaged out a little bit more, so they have the average high listed at 13,361. So, kind of what we thought would happen, it did peak up by the weekend, and now it's, it's kind of leveling off. Um, we could see a correction, that one point of resistance at, at uh, 12,800 that we talked about a couple days ago. We could go back and test uh, in the $12,000 range. It's possible. Um, it would be good. It would give us some good indicators that we've got a strong level of support for the price. Um, so I don't know if I said what I was doing last time, but i uh, just been kind of standing back. I think I did the time before. We talked about Bitcoin is definitely going to go up, and it did within the week. Um, some of these indicators are very strong. Um, the latest indicator that that this is not going to go backwards, we'll talk about in a minute. Just just another big company, uh, more investment, more you know real mainstream media that tends to push people into Bitcoin. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute, but. Let's talk about, first of all, this is not investing advice. It's not investing advice of any kind. These are just my thoughts. Do your own research. You're responsible. If you lose your money or you earn money, um, you're responsible. But I can tell you that over the long haul, dollar cost averaging, you do that for a while through a bear market and a bull market, you will be positive. That's just historic. History tells us that. You know, aside from the so-called black swan event, you know, if the stock market crashes. We've also talked about that. Um, nothing is bulletproof. <laughs> Not even a bulletproof vest, right? They just get bullets that are vest resistant. <laughs> there's, always, there's always a possibility of things going to crap. But as far as we know, the sun will come up tomorrow. We can only go off of what we know, okay? Um and move forward. And if I should do another video on like what my overall investments are, because I mean, part of your investment should be having a, a little stockpile of food and water just for natural disasters, you know, or unexpected black swan events. And that should be part of your investment as well. Well, and we've talked about that, but let's talk about Bitcoin, you know, testing the points of resistance in the 12,000 range. Um, what I'm doing right now, <clears throat> this is me, you you do you, I'll do me. We'll also talk about Ethereum real quickly because it's been doing good. Um, is I have, say, about $100 that I'm looking at putting into the cryptocurrency investments. And I'm thinking if we hit the low, if we hit below uh, 12.8, that I will probably put all or a majority of that into Bitcoin um, because I just see it going up. I see it going up. So if it goes down a little bit, 
then I will probably do that. If if it just stays where it's at, <clears throat> I will probably put a little bit in and then maybe spread some of the other um, money that I have into some other cryptocurrencies <clears throat> that are a buy. Sorry about my throat. <clears throat> Every time I talk, I start to lose my voice. Okay, so that's the low side. It could correct. We could see the 12.8. That would be, you know, in my my uh, portfolio, that would be uh, an opportunity to put a small dollar amount in. Now, the good news, the bullish news, we've talked about a lot of it. There's a ton of companies. If you haven't heard those that video, go back and listen to the last two videos, or, or podcasts, rather. I'm not doing videos anymore. J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan, forever the negative nanny about Bitcoin, always talking trash. Um, an article on Cointelegraph came out by Joseph Young, uh, uh, like not even 24 hours ago, and it's entitled, J.P. Morgan Turns Bullish on Bitcoin, Citing Potential Long-Term Upside. J.P. Morgan is a $316 billion investment banking giant. Um, and they are saying that the potential for BTC, Bitcoin, is considerable. Um, JP Morgan from Bitcoin is, let's see. He says we've come a long way with Bitcoin in one of his tweets. Um, this is right after PayPal announced to its users that it will be buying and selling cryptocurrency uh, assets on its uh, platform. So that's one of it. Another factor that J.P. Morgan's global market strategy division Bitcoin competition with gold. Um, the note obtained by Business Insider reads, The potential long-term upside for Bitcoin is considerable if it competes more intensely with gold as an alternative currency. We believe given that millennials will become over time a more important component of investors' universe. So they also, their analysts pointed to the gap between Bitcoin and gold, $2.6 trillion said is to be stored in the gold exchange funds, ETFs, and in bars. In contrast, the market capitalization of BTC remains at about $340 billion. I think it's, I think it's more closer to $400 or $300 billion right now. Um, JP Morgan hints that all three major reasons for BTC bull um, the three reasons that they think it's going to be a bull market for Bitcoin is Bitcoin will be able to rise 10 times to match the gold investment, not, not the price per ounce, but the whole overall market. Third, BT, or second, sector gold investment. So it is becoming a second choice to gold. Um, and then third, um, oh, it has also it has a high utility is second. And what was third? Third, BTC could appeal to millenniums, millennials in the longer term, which that's also true. So they're just setting the stage here. Um, they talk about the advantages of, bit, of Bitcoin. Mechanically, the market cap of Bitcoin could, could raise 10 times from here to match the total private sector investment of gold via ETFs or bars or coins. Another advantage over gold is utility. Because it has a blockchain as its core, people can send Bitcoin very quickly 
for a low amount of money. It's much harder to move gold. Um, cold wallet transfers, it's easy to move a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin very quickly as opposed to moving gold, which would be very expensive and also dangerous. They talk about that and other things. So this is a real positive thing. You know, Business Insider, um, JP Morgan, talking about gold, talking about putting it in. This is just going to drive more companies to put Bitcoin in their portfolio or to offer Bitcoin and push the ETF market as well and make mainstream people want to get into it. So I believe that we're just at best going to see a short kind of stabilizing in Bitcoin's price and it's going to go up. So we've already tested um, close to the 3800 the next step, we'll see if it happens in the next week or two. Usually these uh, testing times take uh, about a week to two weeks lately. So hopefully that will continue. Um, we'll do our little bit of a test down to 12.8 uh, in and around that. Hopefully we'll stay above 12.8. So that's kind of you know where I'll be thinking about buying is if it dips um, below 13 or hits low 13 then that's when I'm going to think about buying, which we're almost already there, to be honest. So, um, Slight window. S we'll see. Monday, if it starts to pick up again, whoa, hold on, you know, hold on. Especially if we start touching that 3.8, you know, then uh, I, think, uh, I think that's a pretty good indication, with as bullish as everything is, that we are going to test that 3.8 and rip on past that. <clears throat> when we rip on past that, I think $1,500 uh, in the sky's the limit because um, a lot of that area is really untested. So it's going to be hard to really come up with ranges after that point. It's going to be extremely difficult because when you look at that price range um, where Bitcoin was in the past in 2018, 17, 18, right, right at the, the turn of the year there, it's like straight up and down. So it's really untested water. So we really won't know what to expect at that time. So if you're not in the game before that, um, you know, where we can at least kind of speculate off of some of the price history and some of the points of resistance, um, then, you know, it's anybody's game. So you're, you're gambling at that point times 10, you know. Anytime you try to guess the market, it's a gamble, right? You could win or lose. But when you are trying to gamble at a point where it's really untested, it's, it's times 10. It's times 100. <laughs> so just be aware of that. So let's talk about Ethereum. Um, I've been saying, if you're a regular listener, I've been saying Bit, uh, Ethereum's a buy under 400. So now we are above 400. Um, let me look at the current price right now. We were running about 420. Let's see here. Looks like we are at, whoops, Ethereum is 408 at Ethereum. Okay, so it is testing that. Um, we're not real strong at this level right now. So, um, yeah, I think uh, we're seeing it test the $400 level. Um, I haven't done a lot of research on this, and I'm not a TA expert, guys, so... Um, the low was 367 in the last week. So let me take a look at this chart. I would say 
we could uh, the extreme low in the short term that I see here is could still you know go back and retest the the two hundred dollar levels. But as bullish as the market is, and people are buying a lot of Ethereum, I would say we're more likely to see um, a low testing area of. Yeah, I mean, it could still go back and test the $200 level. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the we've tested pretty good between 3 up to uh, the 380 level. But we'll have to see. I mean, that could that could make a dive. So, Ethereum is a, is a little little bit risky, but then again, because the market is so bullish, we could shoot up to $500. We might not even retest that area. So um, let's kind of see what happens the next week. And um, it is kind of uh, done a little bit of, uh, of a retest. Not really a lower retest. We're just retesting the higher number of 400. Right now we're just testing the number of 400. So... You know, that's that one's kind of a gamble, um, whether it's going to shoot up into the 500 or it's going to go back and retest the, the 300. I think over time, you know, um, if you're in it for the long, long haul and, and you don't have a ton of money in there, you know, like right now, if I were going to buy it, I wouldn't buy more than $25 worth. Um, I would I would probably wait and see what happens this week and see if we're we're testing the 400 zone or if we're going to drop down back into the 300 zone or worse. So, but I think overall we're in a positive run for that. Okay. Let me tell you. So my hundred dollars, I told you I was going to invest a hundred dollars into cryptocurrencies. So let's just say, um, Bitcoin and Ethereum shoot up to the moon right now. Let's say they shoot up to the moon. What would I invest in? Okay. So all I do, it's real simple, I go and look at the prices, I look at, uh, this is on crypto, on uh, Bitcoin, you can just look at the uh, Coinbase app, go to prices, and at the top it'll say all assets, tradable assets, or top gainers. I look at tradable assets, and I look, um, my top, top coins are Bitcoin and Ethereum, they're both down right now, um, but we already talked about those. I look at those a little bit more. Then I look at the DeFi market. So let's see, Chainlink is down 3.58%. Um, Tezo's down 1.8%. let us see what else. we got any big losers here. Here's Uma. It's down 5.44%. let us see what else we got. You know, that's it. Everything's up pretty much. Um, so Ren, I bought... $25 worth of REN. Um, maybe I could buy some REN. It's down 4.61%. And um, what else? There was one other that was in the sixes, I thought. Five. There's not a lot of buying opportunities. UMA's down 5.44. If I wanted to buy more UMA, not really 
feeling it with that. Um, Maker's down 1.4. So I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't buy anything right now, honestly, because none of those really. I mean, they're they're decent coins if you don't have them. And you wanted to buy like $25 worth, and you're willing to ride it out and see what happens. It might be okay. Um, all assets. Let's see if there's any. The only other ones I'm looking at is. Um, can't remember the name. There's another one that I've been looking at. Compounds down 0.97. Yeah, I'm not really seeing a lot of huge, huge buying opportunities. I probably, to be honest, would just buy um, USD coin and put it onto my Celsius wallet because over there, let's see what that is going for. I'll pull that up and tell you. It's got to be... Uh, it's usually been over 8%. Lately, it's been over um, 10%. Oh, my phone is being slow. All right, I'm checking this on my other application here. Okay, so here it is. USD coin is paying 11.55%. So right now, I'd probably just move the money over to there. And uh, let it sit and earn some interest. Um, that's always good. Or if I'd rather, I usually would buy at least a hundred dollars worth or more. If I was going to buy more Matic, I've been buying Matic, and um, that's earning sixteen point one six percent. So uh, that could be a good opportunity. Um, that's about it. That's that's it. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that I'm really dying for at this moment. I know Polkadot, um, if you want to go with an altcoin that's not on... Oh, by the way, that reminds me. <laughs> let me let me talk about Polkadot really quick here. Um, yeah, you can't even hold Polkadot here. I'll be darned. Where did I see Polkadot? I think I think Coinbase might be thinking about putting Polkadot on there. I'll wait until they if they list it. Um, I want to talk about OKX, the exchange. I've been in cryptocurrency for quite a while. Um, I I dabbled in it way back at the end of 2010 when you could get it really cheap and it was just a game and it wasn't anything serious. And I lost I lost it. I had a has pain for a wallet and uh, it just my computer froze up. I tried to retrieve the account. I, you know, lost the password and, you know, who knows how much was on there. I'm, I'm one of those guys that lost a few Bitcoin. Um, and then years and years went by and I heard, uh, you know, Bitcoin's up to a hundred, Bitcoin's up to a thousand. I was like, God, you gotta be kidding me. That Bitcoin's up to a thousand guy. I used to have that stuff. I tried to find it and, you know, I thought, well, I got this laptop. I'll figure it out. I'll break the code, whatever, you know, and I tried to even get help from Yahoo because the email account that I had all that at that time I was storing the information in my file. By the way, I I highly recommend you don't save any passwords in your file or on your computer or anything in case you're hacked. But I had saved it in the email file, and uh, I went to Yahoo to try to open that bank account. I could not get it. I not bank account that email account. I could not get it open. They could not help me. Um, there's just no way. It was too late. They'd washed out the system. Gone. <clears throat> so, damn. 
excuse my language. Um, but that's the way it goes. So my point is, is also early on 2017, I was on, um, different exchanges in China and, um, to buy coins. Cause I, you know, there was the altcoin market in 2018 and I was interested in Skycoin in 2017 and you couldn't get it on Coinbase. You couldn't get it on any of the American exchanges. So I opened up accounts with, uh, you know, with, uh, buy with who Binance, uh, with, uh, I can't even think of them. Um, OKX, uh, uh, crypto. God, now I can't even think of it now. Anyway, they they went out under the crypto crypto. What the hell was that company? I cannot remember. Anyway, it was crypto something, and it went under, and people lost their money. Luckily, at the time, I was recommending you know if you're going to buy these coins, get them. And get them right off of the exchange. Take them off the exchange and get them on your wallet. So I had this dust on there, you know. And if you don't know what dust is, it's just a tiny, tiny, few pennies worth of coin that doesn't get traded because sometimes they only let you trade, you know, a full coin or whatever. Or you just you have to put in the exact amount you want to trade in the fee, and you know it changes and you you lose a few pennies and they get hung up on the exchange. So it was just dust. Those, those tiny, tiny fractions of coins. Um, uh, and I cannot remember the name of that. So anyway, that one, KuCoin is another one that's had problems. I don't even know if they're on there anymore. KuCoin is another one. Um, they had all kinds of issues. And now OKX, you could lose your money. I've been recommending for a long time, way back, that you do not use those exchanges um, unless you are um, trying to get one of the coins that's not on Coinbase and Coinbase Pro, you just can't be stopped. You know, you're you're going to go against all the common wisdom and knowledge and go for that uh, high risk coin. You're totally a gambler, <laughs> red or black, and um, you decide you're going to buy that coin, take it right off immediately. You know, have your wallet already uh, ready. You know, and that's tough. You know, that's really a gamble because every time you, if you use a new wallet, um, if it's a wallet you're not used to and you're going to be exchanging coins, <laughs> you know, I would just say send a tiny bit first, make sure you did it right. Cause it's not always easy. Some of the stuff, it's not just straightforward. You know, um, you have to be very careful. I've lost money just trading from one wallet to the other. I've even lost money on, uh, Celsius. I was trade, I was putting some, um, was it EOS? I think it was EOS. I don't have much of it, but um, you're supposed to put a code, not just your not just your wallet address, but a code. And I didn't put the code on there, and I tried emailing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, you know. And the money's gone. I I just I've given up. I've spent so many emails back and forth with them, sending information, um, and uh, they just couldn't get it resolved for me, and I didn't do it right. So you know. I guess shame on me for not doing it right. And, uh, you know, I think a little bit of shame on them for not, not, uh, digging into it more. Actually, I do have one complaint about the Celsius wallets with the, but most of the coins on the Celsius wallet, you just need the address and I have no problems with those. But if you need a code and the address and you forget that code, um, yeah, 
I have not had any help. Also, to kind of, unfortunately, the, the Digifox wallet that I've tried, I tried moving funds over there, and it was just an address, and I sent just a few dollars because I wanted to practice with it, and it never made it over there. I put in a ticket with Digifox, and they've never even, res- I think I might have got an electronic response, but they never helped me. I've never got the money back. It was only like $10, but you know, it's discouraging because that's my first experience with the wallet and it's nothing's ever happened. I don't know why the money's not there. It never got there. They never answered me back. And it just tells me that I don't want to deal with them right now until they get their bugs worked out, you know? So be careful, be careful about these exchanges. Do not use Chinese exchanges. It is dangerous. Um, if you're invested in Bitcoin and Ethereum right now, all right, you know, get ready. We're going to have, we're going to have a really fun ride this year. It looks like, um, and I think we're looking at some big gains and that's it over and out.